How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 22 Chapter 2 This is Season 22 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 2. In this episode, we will be elaborating the distinction between consensual and non-consensual spaces, explaining the reason why as consensual involutes into present non-consensuality, we see changes such as the Mandela effect. Now, to start off, any progressive logical statement, exhibiting a particular kind of rhetoric, can be contradicted by the flipping of one of the main terms, with its opposite. In past episodes, I noticed how as episodes pass into the system, I was noticing changes that resulted in contradiction of the logic of the passages. I couldn't put my finger on why these contradictions would become evident after viewing or listening by the audience, but I believe I have solved the conundrum. We already explained how consensuality involutes into non-consensuality as it transitions to the present. This transformation means that what could exist as a dissonant consensuality in some past present, must exist in a non-consensual form in the present present. What this means is that as the dissonant consensuality passes into the present and involutes, it must be translated into a form which is comprehensible to the system. That is, if it is dissonant from the consensualities of the masses, or even some large group of the majority, it must be translated into a form which reflects this contradiction, as it becomes non-consensual. To explain, in the past episode, I noticed that one of the terms, tonic or dominant, had been flipped, rendering incoherent or contradictory the message of the podcast. This is doubly strange since I reviewed the podcast many times before publishing and I would have noticed such an error. And then I realized, that one substitution derailed the entire meaning of the podcast, by undoing the logical reasoning therein. It was then, it occurred to me, that as one transitions into the non-consensual, one is bound by simple arithmetical rules, such as polarity, substitution and displacement, conservation and union. These rules imply that non-consensuality, because or maybe, as a result of its relativistic non-duality, lacks the essential characteristic that might permit contradiction. In effect, there is only one non-consensuality. Only one. Although dissonant consensualities are abundant. It is then that I realized that in light of the non-contradiction of non-consensuality, a theory which posits such things as retrocausality, must be inherently contradictory according to the system based upon certain physical rules. After all, the medium of this message is being transmitted through a computer onto a network, with a digital voice. There is no room in ordinary computation for contradiction. Hence, the system interprets its input in binary terms, substituting a term which renders the body of logic contradictory, for the purposes of the listener. I don't know if intelligence is involved in this process or not, but it seems to me that any Mandela effect, any change in some constituent term in a logical sequence could be changed to generate a simplistic rationalization according to contradiction and non-contradiction, the reality created by non-consensuality. Finally, it may be true that any error made by a speaker or writer heard in a medium which has been preserved in the past, could be the result of such deferent substitutions. I hope for anyone listening this gives some clarity to my concerns about the static nature of my transmissions, and explains to some degree any inconsistency in the material I am trying to express. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.